Birds Don't Fly and we've got something different for you this week because sadly B can't make it. I've got Brian with me instead. Hello Brian. What? No B? Have you had artistic differences? I'm not surprised. She's rather good at this sort of thing. Whereas, you. Well. No, no, nothing like that, Brian. Sorry to let you down. She's engaged in her sideline, which is chocolate consultancy. She's doing some consultation on chocolate. I see. If you say so. That means it's just you and I here. To man the fort, then? So to speak. Yes, I'm afraid so, Brian. Only us. Just wondering what we could do. Uh, clearly we can't do the next chapter, so we've got a bit of time to fill. Um, any ideas? Tell you what. I could tell the listeners some of my fascinating anecdotes from my long and illustrious career in the business. I'm sure they'd be spellbound. Well... As a matter of fact I've been penning my memoirs. They're almost finished and I'll be sending out my manuscript for agent representation soon. I can give you a sneak peek. Free gratis. No charge. Well, I suppose we could give it a go in the absence of anything else. Splendid. That's the ticket. Oh, and do you think I might have that theme music you always play? To introduce me, I mean. It's rather dramatic and will be perfect. Well, I suppose so. I mean, what have we got to lose, really? Stand by. Just a second. Do we really have to have the cow mooing, though? Sorry, Bran. The uh, mooing's non-negotiable. The fans love it. Very well. Although I'd be inclined to lose it this week. As after all, we are giving them something a bit special. But as you're in charge. Okay. From the top, then. Never mind from the top, Bran. Just crack on with it. I'll edit that bit in. I see. How about this, then? My mind goes back to one of my most storming, and dare I say stunning, triumphs. Okay, at your own time. It was the time when I was cast as Captain Jeffrey Pilkington, and co-starred with the late great Dame Marjorie Pettiferin. There are Klingons on Uranus. Uh, uh, actually, Brown, I think the modern pronunciation for that is Uranus. You know, everything is woke. These days. So be it. Uranus, then. Yeah, I looked that up on IMDb. Got a bit of a savaging by the old critics, Brian. Not exactly a triumph, I wouldn't have thought. Well, yes, it was in the early days of CGI. Snide and Snipey remarks in reviews about how the wires operating the Klingons were visible. But you see, the budget was decimated when one of our big backers pulled out. Dear... Dear Sir Tarquin Ramsbottom got wind of the controversial denouement. The thought of criminal proceedings spooked him and he pulled his ten million out, leaving us a little short on the FX department. Whoops. But the performances, love. They were the thing. Well, that sounds kind of intriguing, but uh, we haven't got time to go into it all now. Perhaps they can read it in your memoirs when and if they come out. 
Can you tell us anything about the early days, about the young Brian making his way in the business, anything like that? My goodness, yes. In the early days, it wasn't all the Ritz, Savoy or Claridge's. Some of the dump sites stayed in were horrendous. Damp and dreary digs houses. And squalid B&Bs were the order of the day, for any keen young performer working in rep. Uh, maybe you'd like to explain what rep is. It doesn't mean selling things on the road, like I used to do, I don't suppose. Um, what exactly was rep? Because you do hear people of your vintage talking about it from time to time. Uh, I don't think anybody knows really much about it these days. Reparatory companies, or reps, were groups of touring players travelling the length and breadth of the land playing a show every day. Sometimes too. Often, I'd be playing the inspector, in an inspector calls, in an afternoon matinee, and later that very same evening I'd be giving the lead in the Scottish play. Sounds like that was a busy schedule and you were kept on your toes. Were you travelling all over the country? I mean, it must have been quite tough. Oh yes. These kids in soaps always moaning about their schedules of it easy. They make me laugh. In my day, it was real work. But after putting in the effort I'm happy to say I reaped the rewards. I can turn my hand to anything. Yes, very much the ethos B and I have here for putting the show together. Wow, really? I often say this to young fellows making their way in the business today. Work hard, learn your lines and never say no to anything. Though perhaps one exception might be nudity. Yeah, that could be a prickly subject, I suppose, Bram. What was your own view on that when you were a young lad? What do you actually advise when they ask for the benefit of your wisdom? I tell them to take each request on its own merits. Ask themselves this question. Is it valid in the story's overall context? Does the work actually need and benefit from it? And if it does, then whip them off, dear boy. Whip them off. Let it all hang out. And what if there's sort of shy and retiring type? I think I know what you mean. Ha ha. Yes. Well, you know, if there's not much to hang out, or perhaps if it's cold and the theatre's drafty, by the way, problems I never had myself, then get props to fix you up with an extension of some sort. Silicon is your friend. It's amazing what they can do nowadays with a bit of rubber and a pot of flesh-coloured grease paint. Well, well the mind boggles there, Brian, but uh, I think it's uh, be best to leave it there. It's been fascinating, uh, but we need to move on because we've got limited time this morning. What a shame. I had so much more to share with the listeners, too. Well, maybe some other time, Brian, but maybe you can read all about it when the book comes out, eh? But, um, we must push on. I think it's time for you to give the listeners this week's horoscope, if you don't mind. Your stars, with Mystic Brian. Potholes in the high street are a menace. Take care when going to the shops as tyres cost a fortune. The recent partial eclipse has left turbulence and debris throughout the astral plane. My advice would be to wear some kind of crash helmet if your travels take you there. Mercury transcending Jupiter's orbit will see the boot cut trouser leg gaining traction. Don't rule out two-tone flares either. Double denim, 
However, will not make a comeback for now. Your lucky number is 7,200,173.4, recurring. Your lucky TV show is Strictly Come Dancing. And your lucky dwelling is the semi-detached bungalow. Oh, and especially for Peter from Luton, who emailed me to suggest I make all this stuff up. Castor and Porlox to you, matey. Well, food for thought there is ever, Brian. Some interesting and indeed very specific stuff there. I think it's fair to say my psychic powers are growing ever stronger the more I read the runes and gaze at the heavens. Well, well yes, I think I'd agree with that. Um, but I'd just like to thank you, Brian, for helping with the show this morning uh, in Bree's absence. And just to assure readers, or sorry, just to assure listeners that... B will be back again next week, having completed her chocolate consultationing. Um, and I hope she brings some free gifts with her as well, some samples. That would be lovely. I'm particularly partial to a fondant cream or two. Oh, and of course, helping out was a pleasure, dear boy. Any time at all. By the way, if there are any agents or publishers listening who'd like to consider my manuscript then I should be delighted to send you a copy. Yeah, I'm sure you would, Brian, but I would just have to point out that if anything comes as a result of the show, then uh, you'll have to look after B and I, because, uh, after all, it is our show. Though we wouldn't be greedy. Just call it 33% each. What? 33% each? Now just a second. Look here. And on that bombshell, it's goodbye from me. Eh? What? 